Hey guys, welcome to We Weren't Friends in High School, the podcast where I reunite with high school classmates for my graduating class of Wissahickon High School in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I'm Brad Corbett, class of 2001. It was good to talk to Yuka on the last episode, episode 207. You can find it in the archives and the video is available at youtube.com slash redshirtplayer. Interesting perspective of Yuka coming to Wizahickon really at the most pivotal time of his childhood from Austin, Texas. And again, just amazing to not know any of that while I was actually in school with Yuka back then. But glad I got to actually get to know Yuka on a more personal level. And I look forward to keeping in touch with Yuka in the future. So go listen or watch that interview if you haven't checked it out yet. This podcast has a Facebook home at WWFNHS and on Instagram at We Weren't Friends in High School. This week, my guest is Barclay Boyd, formerly Barclay Neal. Barclay was, I guess, the opposite of a cool kid. And when I asked her if she'd like to do this, uh, she agreed and she warned me that this could be a dark conversation. Um, I didn't know where this conversation was going to go, but, you know, like I, I tell a lot of people when talking to them about, you know, just coming on the show and sharing their experiences, I always think it can be helpful to people who are listening, who are going through similar situations that we may talk about from our past. So that's what I told Barclay. And I think with this conversation specifically, I wanted to allow Barclay the ability to speak as much as she wanted on whatever topic we were talking about without me interrupting as much as I maybe normally do. But I also wanted to find balance and still participate um, in the conversation about both of our experiences as the show usually does. So I hope I succeeded in kind of doing both things. And I guess I'll just let you guys decide. So here's my conversation with Barclay Boyd. I guess Barclay, it's Barclay, right? Yes, yes, it is. Um, as a kid, I think stupidly, the only thing, again, like I compare weird things in my head when I was a kid, probably still do, but I think I was like Charles Barkley growing mm, that up. Was, that was a popular one. That was a popular one I got made, uh, teased about a lot. Oh my God. Um, but it's Boyd now? Yeah, um, I got married while I was in the army, so um, still technically married, working on getting divorced, but yeah, it's Boyd. But formerly Neil. Yes. So when did you come into Wissahickon? Oh, God, I was in the Wissahickon School District the entire time. Started in kindergarten. Yeah, I went to Stony Creek Elementary. Ah, okay. Where did you, uh, what uh, area did that put you in as far as living then? Bluebell. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so then Stony Creek the whole time till mm -hmm. fifth grade. What was that like for you? Do you have friends? What were you? <sighs> Not really. I was very much uh, bullied in elementary school. Um, made fun of a lot uh kind of found solace in band oddly enough and chorus 
who's uh do you remember the course like i always remember like chorus and i went to madison so um do you remember uh, th- the chorus director was mrs papadopoulos i don't remember the band director oh because mrs papadopoulos came to middle school eventually yes oh okay um and so you said you were bullied. Is that like girl bully or is that like everyone's like guys and Every, girls just verbal? Pretty much uh, almost everyone. I was, I didn't have really any friends in elementary school. I didn't really have friends until middle school. In fact, where, what did you do then? I guess was, was like, was band like a outside of like school hours type of activity or was it like, did you have any other activities just growing up as a kid? It was kind of both. Um, but I would read a lot when I was home. Um, since I didn't really have friends, I didn't really go out much. I had, I have two younger sisters, but, um, I was very much a tomboy. So they didn't want to do the stuff I wanted to do usually. What kind of tomboy stuff were you into? Uh, G.I. Joe, Hot Wheels cars, stuff like that. Playing in the creek that ran uh, in back in the side of the house I grew up in. G.I. Joe had like the best action figures because they were the most bendable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My sisters like liked Barbies. Me, I was just like, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, when you got to when you got to middle school, hmm. what did what changed for you? Do you think just exposure to more kids, or do you think you? I think both. Um, and then, like my best friend, she's still my best friend to this day. Uh, in like one day out of the blue in sixth grade, she sat down across from me. And then just, we've been friends ever since. So, Emily, Emily, uh, Emily Arnold. Yeah. Do you remember her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew Emily from like Madison Avenue. Yeah. Um, down in front, like across from me, her and uh, Ross, out of the blue, just sat down across from me and just like ever since then. <laughs> Did you guys, were you, were you guys in the same pod? Uh, I don't think so. No, actually. Cause I was, um, I wasn't, uh, special ed at all ever. So we usually got placed in different pods, but, um, I think my parents were just happy that I found friends and would let me go hang out with them. Um, at least on the weekends. So what would you do on the weekends? Oh God! Uh, just hang out in Emily's house, watch like stupid horror movies. I am not great for horror though, so but it was just like stupid horror movies and stuff like that. <laughs> um, did the bullying? Now that you found friends, did like school life get different? I don't want to say easier because there's always like up challenges regardless. But did the bullying stop uh, or did it? Um, for the most part. It's, it still would happen occasionally and it sucked, but, um, I guess I just was okay with the fact that it was a lot less. So I just kind of rolled with it. Um, 
it still hurt. <laughs> it, it still hurt. Um, but kids will be kids. If I if I held a grudge for any of that, that would just be stupid. I think that. Like you never like I I remember pretty well that you didn't ever do anything like that. So I uh, I had no beef with you in high school period or middle school. So you were like actually one of the people just kind of left me alone. Let me do my own goddamn thing, <laughs> you know. So there's that. I can't relate to like everyone's experience, but you know I know I've had moments where um, I like I think I. I don't want to say held on to stuff, but like I just would think back on, on different events and I would wonder, I, know, I guess I would wonder about them. Um, and I wonder if it was normal, if it's just like a, a normal thing that happened as far as like getting picked on or getting confrontations, getting fights. Um, because everyone has it to different degrees. Um, and I think I had like a, I don't know. I think I have a hard time sometimes letting go of like the past. Do you ever struggle with like, do you feel like you were, when you were bullied, do you think, feel like it was worse or it was, do you feel like it was not, I don't know. I know everyone doesn't get bullied and everyone doesn't get picked on, but a lot of people do. Right. Um, and yeah. I was on both sides of that coin. Right. I picked on people and I got picked on by people. Um, do you ever, I don't know, when you think about it or when you get upset about it, do you ever think about if you're holding on to it or do you think about whether, or do you think you had it bad or, you know what I mean? Um, I try not to hold on to it, but there's been... some other stuff that happened way after like after high school that has made stuff like that harder to let go because hey but for the most part I hold no ill will Sorry. No, you're fine. Take your time. You're good. <sighs> no, I I don't hold any of will. Period. It just it it would be stupid. It's like I get I was like that nerdy like outsider strange kid that had some strange interest and was very much a tomboy. I get that. And that's not going to lend well in herd mentality because there there's in group and out group bias. And if I, I wasn't part of the cool kid group, 
there's going to be in-group bias against me. I get it. <laughs> Yay, psychology degree. Um, <laughs> uh, so to, to hold on to that is stupid. There, there's no point for me to. Um, that being said, um, compared to some of the other crap I've been through, it's it's pretty tame. You want to talk about fun stuff? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so. I feel like uh, my biggest memory of you during middle school was the musicals. And were you, didn't you work like backstage? Yes. Doing like, you were like, like the assistant stagehand for, I can't remember. I was, it was, I was just the light person. That's all I did. I was, was just the just, light person. Was it just lighting? Yeah. That's all I did was the lighting. I feel I just remember you like backstage during uh I guess Dreamgirls was the main one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember that. I was like it was just I apparently I was really good at doing the lights, so it just became the thing for me to do. <laughs> How did you get into that? I don't know. It was just mm, I have pretty friggin' bad stage fright, believe it or not. Um so stuff like a musical where it's easy to see me on stage, I have problems with, and it just, it's, a, it's too much. Um, so doing the lights or doing like the, like the backstage stuff is a lot easier because it's like, I don't get exposed. Uh, it's funny you say that be, was being like in band because there's so many other band members, like an ensemble. Was that a similar, like, was that it's was a that lot a, easier? It's yeah, a lot easier, and, especially since I, I was low brash. So it's like, I'm in the back typically. So what did you play? Oh God. Um, I oh, started the, in a multiple. <laughs> yeah. I started in elementary school playing trombone. <laughs> Uh, middle school played trombone. Uh, high school, I taught myself tuba. How do you teach yourself? Uh, books. <laughs> I was going to say, was it YouTube? <laughs> books. It, well, YouTube really wasn't a thing back then. No, not at all. No, and I never mind reading, so... It's wow. like the library and the band room were like my two favorite places to hang out period what were you into uh what were you into reading uh usually uh science fiction and fantasy novels i have like two you know those uh tall ikea billy bookshelves yeah. the double ones i have two of those <laughs> and they're full <laughs> so like, i read <laughs> i never like i i could never get too too into uh fiction I had like a little spell where I was into like really cheesy, like fifth grade reading level, like high school 
drama books, right? Jerry Spinelli style. Oh God, I think we all had that phase. Yeah. But then after that, like the closest I really came out, you know, for fiction was, you know, Michael Crichton stuff. So when you said science fiction, that's where my head instantly went with like Jurassic Park and Yeah, well, he's kinda he's kinda science fiction y, but he's more horror and thriller usually though. Okay. What was uh what would be like science fiction? Oh God. Um <laughs> probably like uh hg wells uh isaac asimov i have not really expanded on my science fiction collection yet um uh but yeah like time machine isaac asimov with the foundation trilogy um shit larry niven wrote some uh science fiction type stuff uh, uh greg bear He's a good science fiction author. And then there's a few others. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. So when you say you would hang out with Amanda and Emily on like weekends, especially um, during the week, would band be like your main, your main social thing? Yeah. Yeah. uh, I was actually in, I was in band, chorus, select chorus, orchestra, jazz band, marched it for a couple of years, and then wow. um, some stuff. Some stuff happened, and I got pulled out of that by my parents. Um, great books club, oddly enough. Um, I love that one. That was in high school. Yes. Yeah, I saw yes. that in the yearbook. Great books club. Uh, what is that? This is basically going through like, uh, like old school literature like Ray Bradbury and stuff like that and just analyzing uh, like short stories and stuff like that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you then, for you like socially, like what, did, what would you do like in the summer? Like just in like, like, you know, when you talk about having Amanda and Emily as friends, like and so on weekends um, and then like during the school year, pretty much like you're pretty busy um, with activities well, even up. like eighth grade on, my parents pushed me to start working. So my summers would actually be pretty busy as well because I'd be working. Where'd you work? Uh, well, I worked at a, as a junior counselor for a summer camp one year. And then I started working at a coffee shop. I think you remember Bucks County Coffee. I'm not sure if you do. Where was that? Was that- uh, it was it was a local area chain. Hmm. What was like? Where was the actual building? Oh God. Uh, the the French the location I worked at was in the center square, the Clemens. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I lived I lived in Ambler, so I would have yeah Springhouse Clemens. But I do remember that Clemens. That was an awesome Clemens, um, because they had arcades in there. Yeah. Great Clemens. Yeah. But no, that's, that's the, uh, like my mom actually worked as a florist in that Clemens for the longest time too. Ah, okay. Um, so then in high school, did you start to develop any, I don't know, new interest or did you, st- I don't know, with maturity and some more freedom, um, not really oddly um i 
like anxiety has always been a part of my life so it's hard to branch out especially around people um and then in high school i had major depressive disorder start pretty early so um like when i was 16 17 that's when the depression hit pretty bad um uh and my grades slipped as a result it was it and then i hit a couple blows with emily and amanda game will move to a different school because they needed a better environment to learn in um my parents pulling me out of my activities because my grades were slipping so i didn't have that outlet to you know, express myself anymore. Uh, my mom found my poetry and took all my music away because my poetry was pretty freaking dark. Um, so I hit, I hit almost rock bottom, probably about sophomore year. <laughs> when. Was there like a trigger? Was was Amanda and Emily leaving the trigger for that, or was that just the was that just all during the same time? It was around the same time. Actually, no, it wasn't sophomore year. It was fucking junior year because I didn't do marching band freshman year. Because <laughs> freshman year, I was still trying to navigate high school, but uh, junior year, I got like. Fuck, probably a month in the Martian Man season, I got pulled out. Um, junior year, and then... Not proud of it, but I almost killed myself. Um, uh, but yeah, it's... The depression probably started sophomore year, though, because it just like my grades just started slowly dipping sophomore year into like the beginning of sophomore year into junior year. It just the whole time. So if I look back, it probably started back then. And then I got put on an SSRI, which my parents didn't monitor me when I was on that. Um so that led to a second suicide attempt and then they pulled me off the medication. So, and then they started letting me back in my activities because maybe they, they realized maybe <laughs> the activities were helping. So what's your like, so during this time, are you, and I'm always kind of curious about, you know, depression and mental health because I think so many people are open to talking about it now. Mm -hmm. um, and the public is becoming so much more knowledgeable about it. But I yeah. feel like there's still that stigma. There is. It's getting, you know, it's getting better. 
I've been fired from jobs because I have mental health issues. Um, so that stigma is still there. It is. And I, but it, I'm in a better place now than I was. I think my lowest point happened early 2018. Um, you know, I joined the army right out of high school, right? I feel like we were previously Facebook friends. Um, and I had mm. seen that, that you were in the army, I think. Yeah, that's where I met the ex. Okay. That's a whole nother story. Um, but, um, I joined in 01 and 02, uh, well, back in 01, I was in 01, 02. Um, I let... <sighs> I trusted the wrong guy. Um, <sighs> and that was the time when they were sweeping a lot of those sexual assaults, attempted rapes and rapes under the rug. Um... So that led to PTSD. So I don't want to go completely into detail. It wasn't a full on rape. It was an attempted rape, but it's still something I hid from. Um, so that's why I say anything I went through in school was tame compared to what I went through later. <sighs> Understood. When you're going through your, your depression in school, are you still going to school every day or are you... Yep. Yep. And it was just basically put on a brave face and hide it the whole time. Was there any support from the school itself? Nope. Wow. That's where I, you know, I wonder if that's changed at all today with schools. I don't know. I sincerely hope so because it's, it's very lonely. Was music an outlet for you in that in that regard then once you're able to start doing your activities again? Yes. It was something I was very passionate about. I wasn't the best at it. Uh, I would forget to practice a lot because ADHD, that's a fun thing. Um, but it was something I would, I cared a lot about. A lot of people, well, we've had JP and Mike Clyburn both on who have both talked about, um, yeah. Mr. Hood. Yeah. He was fucking fantastic. <laughs> I was, I was right next to <laughs> I was right next to with Mr. Conahan, but um, I, I I mentioned I think with JP that I, I wish I had 
you know, we got Mr. Conahan at the end of our high school run. I wish I kind of had him the whole time because he was so invested the way Mr. Hood was. With yeah. I, I agree. Mr. Hood was definitely an, is an asset to the man program for Wissahigan period. Um, he's part of the reason, not the entire reason, um, my uh, paternal grandfather was in the military as well, but he, Mr. Hood was part of the reason I joined the army. How so? Because he's a vet. Wow. So mm-hmm. knowing his story, so you really looked up to Mr. Hood. He was like a second father to me. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, and here I was going to like brag about how he's like one of the only teachers that signed my yearbook. (laughs) He signed mine too. (laughs) I'll bet. I'll bet. (laughs) Um, as you're going through, I I guess the reason why I was asking originally when I asked, like, were you getting any hobbies or new hobbies? I'm always curious, you know, I didn't know anything about like careers or jobs or, um, you know, how to plan for the future. Um, and you were obviously going through a lot of, a lot of emotions was, was going to the military always going to be your plan at any, no, did you have, yeah. So (laughs) at any point, did you have something that you were saying, like that you said, Either like, oh I'm, God, I'm okay with. I know you said your grades were, were going down, but like, was there anything you said like, I'm okay at this in school that maybe I could do this, or I like, you know, I still like GI Joe, so maybe I can, I can, you know, write comics or you know, do something for the cartoons or design action. You know, music. I don't know. Music, music was a thought for a while, but I wasn't as good at it as JP and Mike were, so that. So not really like the army was going to be the place where I've like figured shit out. Obviously that did not come to pass. Um, okay, Sarah. Um, <laughs> I know, I know you mentioned like anxiety and um, when I talk about it, it's definitely not clinical. It's just a word I'm using. Um, no, it's diagnosed. Right. It's, that's what I mean. For me, when I'm, when I'm saying I, I have anxiety about issues, it's just me saying it because I just, you know, allow my emotions to eat me up. But, um, was that at all a concern? Was the future a concern for you? Some people don't know. Oh, it always is. It always is. It like, even now at 38, it, it still is. Um, especially with the whole COVID thing, being a single parent, And all that, it's it's always getting started. <laughs> you mentioned um, you mentioned horror movies with. Emma. I am not good at those. No. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask. Did you do you have like any movies that you were actually a fan of in high school? Mm. Not really. More TV shows. I am a big, um, big Doctor Who fan. I love The Expanse. 
uh star trek was a big one growing up um which star trek all of them oh okay <laughs> well there's always like different there were always uh, a new ones coming out right like we had like oh i know but all of them are good Voyager, Deep Space. in their own way all of them are good i grew up okay. on next generation thanks to my dad okay. like my dad got me exposed to doctor who granted it was pbs uh uh like old school reruns um and then star trek next generation so i developed that love for sci-fi early <laughs> and then fantasy uh fuck uh he had lord of the rings which he like i read the hobbit at like didn't completely understand it i will be honest i did not completely understand it at fifth grade but i read it oh wow and that so, started you reading, so you were reading lord of the rings back before it was ever uh, yeah well, The Hobbit, right? Was was The yeah. Hobbit already a, a film prior? No. Well, was there like a a, a there was a crappy version? Yeah, there was yeah, a crappy yeah. version that was out. But no, um, I also. But no blockbuster release. Of, no, no, yeah. it was wow, the shitty version cool. that was out. Um, I also read Watership Down when I was in fifth grade. Didn't understand it then either, but I understand it now. <laughs> What's that? Oh, oh God. Um. Can you give me rabbits? It's about rabbits. I don't know how to explain it. It's like basically rabbits that like get chased out of their original home by people being people because and go on this like long ass adventure to find a new home. It's a really good read, though. I'm I'm dumbing it down a lot, uh, but it is a very good read. It's by Richard Adams. I need the dumbing down, Barclay. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I, I've been I've been saying uh, recently I need to start reading period more. I've I've gotten so into you know the phone reading of news mm-hmm. and um, that's been my main like my main source and I, and I've gotten so out of actually reading that I feel like it's yeah I feel like it's ruining my brain. You know I. I need to slow my brain down and and teach it to settle with reading and working itself rather than having things shown to me to stimulate. Why do you think I have bookshelves full of books? It's a muscle, you know. It's a. Mus- <laughs> I also still have all my college books because I did eventually go to college. Like your textbooks? Yes. <laughs> I kept them for so. I kept all those books for so long, just everywhere I moved. To well. It brought them with me. I, I, I didn't go to college until 2015. I got my degree and oh, I went to University of Colorado. That's why I was in Colorado. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, don't, don't jump there just yet. Don't jump there just okay. yet. Um, but yeah, that's, but no, it's uh Watership Down's a good book. You should read it. Uh, Richard Adams. <laughs> Um, another good author, Brandon Sanderson, he writes the Stormlight Archive. That is a great read. The books are massive, but they're great reads. Uh, those are fantasy novels though. Um, you, so, you know, going with like the, the nerd stereotype, uh, Mm -hmm. you read. Yes. What a, what a, what a loser. (laughs) Um, you play music. Oh, Mm -hmm. so, so lame. Um, 
I know now you're very, you're, I know you're into video games and like we were talking yesterday about, um, about discord. Were you into technology? Like as it was like, we were kind of growing up in the boom of the internet and technology. Were you into that at all then? Like I tried, I tried my dad. I love him. He is. It took until freshman year of high school for him to finally get a PC. It wasn't easy. I kid you not. It wasn't easy. He doesn't text. He still uses a flip phone. (laughs) And still types by the hunt and peck method. I love my dad, though. I love him, but he's... So... Technically, I was kind of stifled and didn't get the chance. I was basically one woman tech support, though, when we got the PC. <laughs> you had two sisters younger? Uh-huh. Yeah, so you were, you were the most equipped at that point. Barely. <laughs> Mostly it was me sitting on our, hours on the phone with tech support trying to like do like the things they were telling me to do. So I have a basic tech like troubleshooting background now. Thanks to that. So like if my computer locks up, I know how to fix it most of the time. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Did you stay working at Bucks County for the remainder of high school or did you switch any jobs? Uh, towards the end of senior year, again, because brain was no worky, um, uh, I got fired from that because I was dumb. I have learned from my mistakes. And then I started working at Kohl's for like the last bit. Uh, so it was probably about two, three months away from graduation. I was working there. Um, I think I worked during prom because I didn't want to go to prom. Um, uh, but I was working there cause I was, I was working overnights, uh, during the weekends and then working as a cashier during the week. Wow. You were working overnights at Kohl's in high school. Yeah. During the weekends. Wow. So I worked at Wawa, um, and my store didn't have my store closed at 11 o'clock. Uh, 11 o'clock? No, midnight. 11? No, I think they closed at 11 o'clock. We closed early. Uh, we closed earlier than like normal stores. Um, and, and so we didn't have an overnight shift. And I never got to work like overnights until I was in college. But I couldn't imagine, you know, where it was always a little bit of a rush, but I've, I've always been told that it's, you know, overnights are very tough. So I can't imagine being, you know, 17, 18 working overnights it's a lot easier when you have that teenage gumption though because you're stubborn and you can stay awake on little sleep and lots of caffeine not so much nowadays that's true that's true i was staying awake anyway uh and just not making any money for it (laughs) how did you like retail in general um Uh, a lot about it and, and jp's character building right for someone with anxiety is not character building. It's more like anxiety inducing and like you're constantly questioned if you're fucking up. Mm. I do better in like security work. 
<laughs> or in a lab setting, honestly, like with like just by myself, allowed to do my own goddamn thing away from people is where I'm best at. <laughs> what about uh, what about music? Did you like were you into popular music? What were you listening to? Oh God, hard rock, metal, punk, ska, jazz, classical. Um, pretty much the only things I don't really listen to are rap, hip hop, and country. I'll listen to pretty much anything else, though. I'm I'm all three of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but one of the first, uh, maybe the second concert I was ever at was a hip hop ska combo it was the roots and the mighty mighty bostons hmm. actually the only concert i've ever been to was dave matthews band no <laughs> i i joke with with kelly brooke about she loves D- dave matthews and i say i always used to hear about these dave matthews band concerts in high school that everyone would go to and i just had such an image of like the cool kids all partying and, and getting drunk and everyone would talk about it the next day or on Monday we'd talk about No, it. I'd go for the music. Yeah. That's basically straight up. I'd go for the music, not for the partying. Um, to this to this day, like I just I've never given them a fair chance. But you you went to one that you've been to one concert and that's the one. hmm Well the funny thing is I'm vocally I'm a contra alto. So female singers are know that. Yeah, well I'm a, I'm a very low alto. Um so like vocally I have like with a lot of the music genres I li- listen to I have to li- sing along with male singers. Oh. And Dave Matthews is about my perfect range. There's some notes that he hits are a little too low for me, but for the most part, he's perfect range for me. That's pretty cool. So you like him because you can sing along with him. Uh-huh. Um, where was that show? Was it at the Tweeter Center? No, it was at Veterans Stadium. Oh, whoa, that's pretty cool. What year was that? Like during high school or after? During high school. Uh, I think it was summer of 2000, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was t- summer of 2000. I didn't know there were like there were concerts at stadiums. See, I didn't go to I didn't go to concerts growing up. Um in fact, my one concert that I'd been to prior to that that Mighty Mighty Boston's Roots show was a um it was a uh, new edition and 112 at the Dell West. Oh, damn. Del East? Del East. Mm. It is. Uh, I can't remember. It might be Del West. But the opposite of whatever the Man Music Center became, there was a counterpart building, um, Amphitheater. And that was like 96, 97. Um, so I never went to like any concerts again until like 2002. Hmm. Yeah, nope. I've only ever been on the one. <laughs> Um, but hard rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. You should see my Spotify playlist. <laughs> it is like, it's a joke between my friends now, how much music I have jam packed on my Spotify playlist now. But I think I have five, 
well, it's I think about five thousand six hundred hard rock songs for the most part. Well, no, wait, no, there's some electronic mix in there too because it's good raid music. Um, I mean, listen, I'm the same way with like hip hop, so um, I've got way more than twelve thousand. You know, I've got many, 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 many days worth of of hip hop songs. So it's you know, is an audiophile is that the word? I don't know if I'm using that word right, but no, it's a, it's like I I have a Spotify playlist that is literally just jam packed full of music. <laughs> Will you share it? Can we share it? Yeah, I can. Do you want the long one? It's up to you. Do you have? <laughs> would you be able to make like like your favorite twenty, or like? Oh God, or no. Like, or just like I know if I if someone asked me to make twenty hip hop songs, twenty songs, Jesus. Of just that you like right now. Oh God, I think my boyfriend would laugh because I think he knows I would not be able to come up with that. <laughs> All right, make as many as you want. <laughs> you have no idea what you're asking. <laughs> I do know. This is what I do. I make playlists all the time. All the time. I love that. You have I'd, no idea. I'd be curious to hear that. Uh... <laughs> it, it literally is about 5,600 songs on my main playlist. I all right, I'm not going to I'm not going to listen to 5,000. I'll listen to a couple hours worth. Okay. Well, it's like it's organized by band. I have it sorted by band. So there's that. Do you have like the Spotify, uh, like this exclusive Spotify or the like the premium Spotify account? Yeah. Yeah. See, I I don't have that. So for me, everything I play, it's just like on on shuffle if I play a playlist. Oh, no, no, no. It's that like I may be on a very tight budget, but I do. That's one of your expenses. Yeah, that's one of my guilty pleasures. I've been looking into something now because like I said, I've got tons of like of of songs, but I have physical I have like MP3s. Um and mm-hmm. I'm trying to look into some sort of service to get my music into like a cloud based or something so I can stream through my phone online because I don't have an iPhone, so I'm looking into some different options. But I still have a cheap S seven, so I feel you. Yeah, so like you, like you know, music is like one of those things that's I'm willing to make an ex- an expense in my life. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I still have CDs. <laughs> I just I've been looking on. I never do this except for when I'm completely stumped with like music stuff or just I keep so many things. So I've got CDs and VHS tapes. And I'm trying to figure out how to repurpose them and like how to do something with them because I've got so many old CDs and I don't want to just throw them away. So I've been looking like, can I make them into like. I don't know, shelves or something. I can't play them. I don't have a CD player. Do you? Uh, I have an Xbox 360 that I can play with CDs on. Do you do it? Do you actually use them? Yep. Wow. What was you- Some of them not when my kid's awake because he's seven and he does not he- need to hear certain things. What was your first CD? Do you remember? Oh, fuck. Probably a Slipknot CD. Those guys with the masks? Yes. So, as high school, at what point did you realize that you were going to go? Was it, the, it was the Army, right? Mm-hmm. At what point did you realize? Was it senior year? Yep. Um, Recruiters called the house, and I was like, sure. 
and then took the ASVAP, did really well on it. Did you sign up prior to, did you like sign up with them? So like in high school, they always tell you like there's going to be guys that go around and they say. Oh, the delayed entry. Yes, I did do the delayed entry program. And what's that, what's that like? Uh, it's just basically making sure like everything's taken care of before you go. So when you go to MEPS, you can just breeze through and go to your duty assignment. What's MEPS? So, uh, it's basically the processing, like the beginning processing before you go to basic. Um, so, um, I took care of all my uh, medical stuff, all my testing, my job stuff, everything before uh, I graduated from high school. And then I had a set uh, date to go to basic. Um, Once you've signed up and you're starting to learn, I I imagine they're, they're telling you about all the possibilities are you thinking about where maybe you would want to take this? Are you, you know, with any job, so to speak, I imagine like when you start something new. I was supposed new. to be like mil- MI, like just basically, well, not pure MI, more the uh, fixing crypto devices MI and um, then because of my mental health history, um, I had to change MOSs during basic. So I ended up going, uh, communications. So signal core, um, I was basically a glorified telephone operator. Uh, what is, uh, so is that like connecting people like on a switch? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would also have to like repair the equipment and everything too, if it went down, like basic troubleshooting and stuff what's your graduation from high school? Um, what's that whole final year like for you? Uh, it was me coasting and trying to get through high school. Um, I found out I am not good at physics, so I had to switch out a uh, science, science class for that last science bit that I needed to graduate. But I think I ended up graduating with like a 3.0. That's pretty good, Even, right? Yeah, even with like some questionable grades due to the depression issues. <laughs> so, did you feel proud or accomplished, you know, going with what with what you had gone through and and it sounds like not really. I was just glad it was over. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I was just glad it was over. I was hoping like I could leave all that behind. <sighs> all the awkward teenage shit behind and move on. (laughs) Did you, I don't know. I ask a lot of people this, but I felt, um, I talk about it with like the partying and, you know, with sex. Um, I felt like I, I wanted to be a part of like that world in high school, but I, I, I willingly admit I wasn't mature enough. I don't think to even if I even if I did have friends that that put me in those situations, I wasn't mature enough. Um, I didn't really go to parties. Well, you say really, but did you at all go to parties? Uh, I think I maybe went to a couple band parties, and that was it. You went to more than I did. Tell me about the band parties. 
Uh, let me in. Let me in on the world of the band parties now. I don't think there was much drinking. It was just us hanging out as friends and I, I don't know, just doing like kid stuff, listening to music, stuff like that. I don't think there was any drinking. I don't know. I probably wasn't paying attention. I was more like ball of anxious energy, just trying to hide from too much interaction. That's why I only went to a couple. Were you aware of, of any, like you say, like you were kind of like, you know, trying to handle your own shit, but were you, you know, I was very aware of stereotypes and placements. Were you aware of those things? Were you looking at cool kids? Were you looking at, I mean, you, you said you knew you were kind of like you were the tomboy, but you knew you were kind of like the nerd. Um, Mm -hmm. You were aware of those things. And did you want to engage or did you want to be a part or did you look from afar and say, Oh, the cool kids. I wish I could be in that group where I wish my anxiety didn't prevent me from one. You know what I mean? Like I, I thought I did at the time, but in hindsight, I think I just didn't want to be alone. That makes sense. So- sophomore and uh, senior year were very lonely for me. Even surrounded by people and band and stuff, I, w- I was alone. You had how much old, uh, younger were your sisters? Um, my middle sister is about two years younger than me, and then the youngest is about five. Do you guys, did your, I mean, five's a, a pretty good jump, but did your sisters have a relationship? You like a friendly relationship? I know that's not always the case with siblings. Sometimes it's just um, <sighs> they were pretty popular. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that feels awkward. A little bit. <laughs> it was a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can imagine, but you're, you're not even, I guess you have one sister that's in your, that's actually in school with us. Uh, and then the other one is a whole nother school behind Mm -hmm. at least. Yeah. So as your, what's your, what's your, uh, destination once you're supposed to leave high school, where are you supposed to go? Where, what's that called? Reporting or. Meps. What's the what would the verb be though? Reporting oh, or probably sort of processing or something like that. I, it was it was just a step to get to basic, essentially. You, what city is that? Was that supposed to be in? Like, at what point do you? Find uh, well, it was Meps was at Fort Dix, so that was in Jersey in New Jersey. So about. Uh, I think about about two three hours away from Bluebell, How'd and then it? it was it was hard. Yeah, leaving home. Cause, yeah, because pretty much most of my family was in that area growing up. Um, so it was basically leaving everything behind that I knew. Um, but 
it was kind of my first adult decision. So, um, and I made a commitment and I wanted to stick to it. So I sucked it up. (laughs) So did you have regrets? Did you, or were you, I don't want to say regrets, but it, were you having regrets? Were you worried going into, were you thinking maybe this isn't the right move? When you say you sucked it up, I guess, were you scared? I was scared, but that that's a normal response to yeah. anything new. Um, I don't re- <laughs> I don't regret joining the army. I regret what happened to me when I was in, uh, but I don't regret joining at all. Was that that was was that all tied into your marriage at that point, or was that a separate? It's part of it. Okay. So I don't know. Take me to where. Take me to wherever you want to go, as far as just, um, you know, post high school. Okay. Um. So I went to Fort Leonard Wood for basic. So Missouri. Deer flies, worse than greenheads. Are they big? Yeah, they're bigger than greenheads, and they hurt more when they bite. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that those were not fun, but uh, basic basic was hard. Uh, like I tried to get myself somewhat into shape before I left. Um. It was not enough, <laughs> but I managed to make it through basic. Wow, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Fort Gordon, which is in Georgia for AIT, which is basically job training. Uh, met my ex there. Um, managed to make it through the course for my uh my mos which was the specific job i was supposed to do mm-hmm. um before i finished the course though is when the attempted rape happened um and then i also had developed plantar fasciitis in both my feet yeah yeah so tried to get that fixed tried to you know, figure out a way to still stay in. Um, got married while I was still in, in probably about two months before I turned 20. Wow. Yeah. Not the smartest move in hindsight, not the smartest move in more ways than one. Um, then was in until about December 2002. So I wasn't, I was only in about a year and a half um, because of the plantar fasciitis, but I let the, I let the attempted rape essentially get me to the point where I didn't fight the med board. I wanted to fight the med board. I didn't want to get out, but I let what that, what that guy did to me essentially chase me out. Um, 
almost became an alcoholic because of that. Um, uh, my ex got deployed to Korea while I was dealing with all that. So, um, while I was dealing with like the aftermath of the med board and all that and feeling pretty low. Um, he gets back, slowly start to see the real him. Um, I am very sensitive and he's a narcissist and they feed on sensitive people. And I was in that marriage for 16 years. Um, this whole time I'm, I didn't go to college. I, we were living pretty paycheck to paycheck most of the marriage, um, until in 2015, I finally got the chance to go to college, which was really great for me. I finished my degree in three years buckled down and worked on it you were living in colorado this whole time no no we moved all over the fucking place because he was in the military a lot longer than i was um we've lived in georgia kentucky uh texas for the short bit he was out uh in between contracts or whatever it that's a his story not mine um then upstate new york when he got back in then okinawa japan uh where my son was born wow what year was that my son uh 2013 okay um kelly brailsford was in japan uh i know okinawa is off uh kelly uh well kelly rosario now i know it's off okinawa's off on the island right um, mm-hmm. My dad was in the Marines back in the like sixties uh, and was in Okinawa. So that's like the most I've ever, I ever really knew about it, but it's my dream to go to Japan. Hopefully one day we'll be allowed out of the country. And go again. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely an experience. Uh, our, we were there from 2010 to 2015. Wow. Five years. Oh, not 2015, 2013. I'm sorry. Three years still? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Was it – I know, like, sometimes when you're on bases, it's pretty immersed in American life, but – We still got off base. Yeah, yeah. We still got off base. Now, when I was pregnant, I couldn't have sushi, and that was not fun because I freaking love sushi, and being (laughs) not able to have it for 10 months sucks. I'll bet. Especially living in Japan. <laughs> yeah, tell me tell me a little bit about it, like living in Japan. Um it's a lot different driving on the left side of the road. Uh fuck. <laughs> it's a beautiful country though. They're very they are way polite. They will they will have respect for you if you attempt to speak the language. I will say that now. Even if you freaking butcher it, they will have respect for you for attempting. Okay. I took Japanese for three years. 
Uh, and so, you know, back in middle school and high school, I used to speak it, but it's been so long now. All I can remember is Shishikunine because I used to hear that all the time from Harpster Sensei. So, yeah, I took Japanese as well. I remember yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't remember much at all. Like I was. So did you learn, did you then just horribly like learn how to, how to butcher it and just get through? Yeah. 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 Like just basically order food. That's basically what I could do. Um, luckily, uh, through my online gaming, like before we went to Japan, I ended up starting, uh, final fantasy 11, which is precursor to the game. I'm currently playing. Um, and you kind of get like sometimes I would get grouped with Japanese players, so you'd have to use the auto translate feature that this that game has, <laughs> along with my very broken Japanese, and somehow I made myself understood. So, <laughs> wow. Mm. Um. So 2013, then you had son. Mm-hmm. You have your son, um, and then how? And then you leave almost immediately after that. Then you came back. Uh, it was about a few months after. Um, my son was born in March. We came back to the states in July. <laughs> was that you know being gone for three years in another country? Was that shocking, hard, or mm. welcoming to be back in the states? A bit of both. A bit of both because some things had changed <laughs> like um I, like i visited my parents before we left and then we visited my uh my mom again after we got back and it's just how much had changed in the area because she lives out in um <laughs> north wales right now i think mm-hmm. so she's still in the area um so just seeing how much the area changed in just three years was mind-boggling. But major city things are going to change quickly. Yeah, definitely. My mom is up in that area uh, too, so I I saw a lot of that. You know, coming back and forth from Philly and stuff. Every couple of every couple of months would be another crazy construction project. Mm-hmm. Um, did Did you get to check out? Um, like Ambler or anything like that? <sighs> Not really. No. Uh, that's part of... No desire to mm. relive it, right? Mm. Uh, it has to do with the ex and him being a narcissist. you have contact with anyone from high school like emily i know emily and, and amanda left was a hick sporadically but- <laughs> sporadically i talked to emily and amanda but for the most part i hadn't i haven't really talked to anybody out of high school i don't think i've been to any of the reunions either to be honest me neither not alone. a lot of people haven't been to the reunions so the shame of it is is now in this corona i think you know I think a lot of people have expressed interest in wanting to reunite and our twenties coming up, but now in Corona, I don't really know if something like that it happens. I don't think so either. That's, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. 2001, 2021. Yep. Yeah, 20 year coming up. Holy fuck. 
Do you feel old? I feel old, especially with a seven-year-old. Yeah, I was gonna say you've you've actually like lived you've lived so much you know more life uh, than I have, and you're responsible for a human, and I'm just struggling to keep myself rolling here. Uh, so like, and I feel slightly weathered, so um, I can only imagine you know the daily stresses nowadays, especially. Mm. So you ended up in Colorado, and is that when you decided that you were? Was that 2015 when you decided you were going to go back to you're going to go to school? Mm-hmm. Did you? What was? What did you end up going for? Uh, I originally started as a bio major, changed out to bachelor of science in psychology for neurofocus, so neuroscience. Okay, so you said that you said that in talking about one, you talked about your grades being going downhill, but two, you specifically mentioned physics. So I took that to mean that science wasn't your wasn't your deal. Okay, no, science is my deal. It's just physics for some fuck reason. I cannot wrap my brain around. Okay, so during during like this whole like you know. Um, 14 year, you know, thing of life that you're going on. Do you have like this craving for science, like to learn, to get into science? Are you thinking that like this whole time? Uh, I bounced around before finally settling on science. It's just like other things that happened. Like I had other ideas in mind and then other things happened. And it's just eventually figuring out myself through, an abusive marriage and it wasn't physically abusive it was just it was psychologically and emotionally abusive um and i had to find myself through all that noise and i eventually did and i fucking love neuroscience it's a niche field i need to get at least a master's in it to work in it but i fucking love it Wow, that's what what sparked that. I mean, what after fourteen years makes you say? I guess what were the other things that you thought about? You it's said- a puzzle. It's a puzzle. It's a very complex and ever changing puzzle. That's why I love it. Mm. What did you want to do with that? Uh, work in the lab. What is Eventually. so? I don't. Barclay, I know nothing about science, okay? I also took physics, and I dropped it. Uh, I don't know. JP, uh, JP says I, I, I screamed at Mr. Hain. I remember dropping it, and Mr. Anderson had to get it, got it pulled from my transcript altogether, and I took study hall for, like, the next semester. Mm. So I, I know nothing about, like, in a lab in biology. Okay, so for neuroscience, it's basically – the interaction between the brain, how it affects uh, like different changes in the brain chemically and physically will affect behavior and cognitive functioning and all that. And along with, you know, drugs and other changes that can, uh, other things that you can do to affect your brain functioning will affect behavior and cognitive functioning or even just like uh 
uh, neurological or mental disorders um, like PTSD. Uh, I did a lot my both my senior papers, one for neurobiology and one for directed research uh, on PTSD and the effects it has on both for neurobios for genetics and inflammatory compounds like stuff like high cat. Uh, the inflammatory compounds, the things that um, – I don't know how to explain this and dumb it down. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, it, it just things that affect uh, your, your potential progeny later on. Um, and then for directed research, it was what PTSD does to cognitive functioning and executive functioning, basically impulse control, uh, decision-making, stuff like that. Did your experiences in life push you toward, like, as soon as you started explaining that, then I was like, oh, wow, that's ironic. Uh, but maybe not ironic. Maybe it's exactly what you what you wanted to start figuring out more for yourself mm -hmm. well that and uh i i'm still very passionate about the veteran community um so if i can do research that could potentially help vets that are coming back with ptsd like find new ways to treat it in a way that could potentially help them live almost normal lives, then that would be great. What was college life like uh, for you? As, as a parent? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike oh, God. So went back to school um, and he had just, he just finished up last year. So, uh, yeah, as a as a parent, what is that like? Oh, it's something because I was also working full time graveyard shifts. Because narcissist X didn't get a job, even though I begged him. So I was working full time. I was going to school full time. It was a lot, and I still managed to graduate with a three point seven five. Damn. In three years. Wow. So I had a mental breakdown in like near the end of it, but I did it. Well, you know, when you said that it sounded like a lot of school. So, and getting it done in three years, were you, was that on purpose? Were you motivated to, to change your life? Were you motivated mm -hmm. to? Well, that and my GI bill had a ticking time bomb. So I was, <laughs> Like it was set to expire after like fall of 2017. So spring 2018 was when I had to pay out of pocket. So I was trying to get as much done as I could before that expired. But there was just that one semester. My dad ended up paying for it um, for me, which I appreciate him a lot for. But I did it in three years. That's awesome. With with distinction. Damn. Mm -hmm. Did that help you at all? Um, 
it helped me find myself and helped me figure out that maybe I shouldn't be with a narcissist. Um, Cause during my mental breakdown, because I had repressed uh, the attempted rape for 16, 15 to 16 years at that point, um, it was a, along with all the stress I was dealing with, along with some other things that I don't particularly want to go into. Um, but it, it was a pretty massive mental breakdown and I let slip granted hysterically and not in the best headspace. So it wasn't coming out completely senselessly. Um, but I basically let slip the full impact of what that attempted rape did to me. And he flipped it around and made it about him. And it took me another few months to figure out that I was being abused. My son was being abused and I needed to get out. Um, my in-laws helped me get out. Is that when you left Colorado? Yes. Why Georgia? Uh, the Anglos said they would help me with taking care of Michael, which I kind of need as a single parent. Mm -hmm. um, and my ex said he would never move back to Georgia. He also, uh, when he thought I was moving back to Pennsylvania, he flipped his shit and threatened to call the cops on me. Mm. So. Barkley, you've been through a lot. Mm, there's people that have been through more. I'm sure. It's a positive way to look at it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. No, I just, I, I can't believe, uh, not can't believe, but like, I'm just, I don't know, amazed at like what you've accomplished just in the second half of, of your life. Um, I, I kind of look at growing up as, as one half, you know, high school up to one half. And then from then on as, as kind of another half, um, I don't know about the other parts because we haven't gotten there in age yet. But um, when I look at, you know, kind of the first half of your life um, and then what you've pushed yourself to accomplish in the second half, uh, like I said, you've, I'm not joking. When I say you've lived like so much more life than I have lived um, in experiences, in, you know, sadness and hopefully some good times as well. But. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. It's like, I'm, yeah, it's kind of rough right now with COVID and losing, like having to quit my job because my son's having to go distance learning because his school district is refusing to do face-to-face -face learning, <laughs> which I agree with. So I'm, I'm having to work from home and learning how to do that. And I'm not good at it yet. <laughs> so, um, so I'm working on that 
a bit of a rough patch financially, but socially, um, I, I believe I told you, like, I play an online MMO. I play Final Fantasy fourteen. I lead a raid team. So when Which did, is interesting. Yeah, when did you start getting into, so that's why I asked originally that question about high school and technology, but when did you start getting... Oh, God. Online gaming, I started... Yeah. Online gaming, I started in 2006. I didn't start... Uh, well, I did some reigning in 11, which... Uh, but that was... I wasn't in charge of anything then, and it was a larger group of people. Um, for 14, I started raiding in December... November, December, um, made some really good friends through that, met my boyfriend. He wasn't my boyfriend at the time though. He was just a friend. Um, and then like got really into raiding, um, started a group with someone I thought was another friend. Um, I wasn't in charge starting out. Um, he ended up fucking up and leaving and leaving it in my lap. And I've been charged ever since. So explain, can you explain this for people who don't know? Like I generally know what you're talking about with online gaming, but for people who maybe don't know, like when you're saying you're starting like a, a raid, like what is this that you're, what does this mean? What High you- end, very difficult content. That requires coordination and teamwork to get through. So you're trying to you're trying to um, accomplish a goal in a in an online game in a world mm-hmm. like an online world essentially, right? Oh God, uh, let me see if I can find light am rampant. I, am I saying you. this like a am I saying this like a noob? Kind of. So there's been. The current expansion, there's been two tiers. We're on the second tier. Uh, my rig group is on the last fight of the current tier. There's four fights per, per tier. Um, Who are you fighting? Uh, boss they came up with. It, technically, we're fighting one of our friends that got possessed by an ice spirit. So it's play. So the opponent is opponent. The the bad guy is. Um, or is it a boss? Is that appropriate to call it the boss? Of yes. The yes. Okay. So is this being controlled by someone else? By no. Someone? Or it, is it is completely programmed. programmed. Okay. It is completely programmed. Do you uh, monetize your... I can't yet. I don't have enough... I, I do not have enough average viewers, so I'm not a affiliate yet. I just stream for kind of to kind of a self-treatment for anxiety that's what it started out and now my friends and my boyfriend like to watch what i'm reading you know i I, i've been hearing a lot about i've i follow uh, a lot of not a lot i follow a couple um podcasts that do patreon and um youtube as i'm trying to learn about youtube in general but um and i grew up you know in wrestling as, as a wrestling fan where online community was where wrestling fans like congregated and so chat rooms and IRC chats and just online you know message boards that's where people like me would find people like me as a teenager mm-hmm. so 
Um, can you just speak to like the, you know, I, I get it a little bit, even though I'm, I haven't been so involved with it lately, but can you just speak to like what you get out of an online community? Cause that's like essentially what you've, what you've built a bit with, with everyone that you play with weekly, right? Like, can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about like what you, what you get out of an online community? Um, well, having anxiety, it's hard to leave the house. So it's a great way for me, at least to, I, I know it's not for everybody, um, to get the social interaction because we're social creatures. We need social interaction or else we're going to go fucking crazy or get like crippling depression. Um, so it's, it's a great way for me to get that social interaction I need without having to deal with the crippling anxiety. Now I still have to deal with some anxiety cause I lead my team. Um, and that's difficult cause I don't like being the bad guy. I don't like coming down on them, but I'm very blunt and I'm very to the point. Um, and our, the gaming groups are kind of immune to COVID cause we can hang out every day, but not be face to face. Very nice. Who knew you were, you were preparing for this for years. Yes. Yes. We were preparing for years. Our time has come. <laughs> it really is. I uh, do you, I mean, you know, seriously, the fact that you're, you know, you mentioned your son's got to do online schooling now. Um, the fact that you are already, you are kind of in the, an online community and that you, does it help you at all with an understanding of what you're looking for, or what you want to help him do or. Yep. Yep. It does. It does. And then, um, <sighs> Because, like, uh, some of the people in my own Discord server are parents as well. So it's like we commiserate a little bit having to navigate this this world with our kids and try to keep our kids safe. Um, and then, it's like, they're, they're friends to me. So it's, you know, we help each other out when, you know when one of us is feeling down, you know, it's like we sit, we will sit there and like, just think we did go kind of crazy one day when Sachi was just like, uh, one of, one of the people in my discord was like really down. We kind of threatened to go a little mur- murder hobo. <laughs> did it calm down though? Yeah, it, it calmed down. It was it was mostly in je- it, well, no, it was in jest for the most part. But it's just like, do we need to cut a bitch? <laughs> um, like I said, you know, I spent I spent a few years uh, with online communities and chat rooms, and I worked for like a wrestling. I worked for CNN um, in high school, so I used to spend about five hours, at least five hours a week, uh, online moderating chat rooms and just talking to the same people every night and after the chat room then we go into a private chat room where we keep talking until you know one in the morning two in the morning and this is me at 16 17 18 years old so um i can certainly appreciate what you have yeah it's 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 nice it's nice having a group of friends that i get along with and then uh i met 
my boyfriend through rating and it started out with me sending him animal pictures for about a month not realizing I was hitting on him do you usually send animal pictures to people no apparently not Uh, that was a giveaway. Been, uh, apparently. <laughs> uh, but no, we've been. He makes me really happy, and it's it's nice finding finding that again after after some of the stuff I've been through. And we can play video games together. That's our date right now. That's our dating because he lives up in New York. So a bit for, far for seeing each other every day, but we still find a way to spend time with each other. Yeah. Um, do you find that you're – do you find that you are able to deal with your mental – aspect differently than now than high school with are there factors yeah. for that is it what you've learned is it advancement in medicine is it maturity is it a all- little bit of everything yeah a little bit of everything um medication knowing what i know now uh both from education and life um having friends that are great people (laughs) and then now my boyfriend that's awesome yeah um this would normally be the moment that if i was able to do these face to face i would like open up the yearbook and i would ask you to sign my yearbook (laughs) (laughs) but i can't do that I, no. I, I, signed, I didn't. Uh, did you sign mine? I don't know. Did I? No. I might have. I don't think so. Damn. There's a few in here, though, that like I, I can't, I, I don't know what the signatures are, but um, no, I don't believe that you're in here. Huh. Don't, don't feel bad. There's, while there are a lot of people in here, you know, one's Mr. Brody, one is Mr. Hood. <laughs> One's one is Mr. Malone, so yeah. But uh, I was looking at it earlier, and I went. Uh, first of all, your quote is "Be your own person." Um, but I went, damn, she put a lot of names in here. You got like you got like like twelve names in here. Do you know this? No. Uh, so you drop, can I say some of these names? Do you mind? Yeah. Okay. Go You've got Hannah. Yes. Amanda. Uh-huh. Amanda C. Fuck, I don't even remember that person. You've got a Lauren. Oh, yeah, I remember her. I haven't talked to her in ages. Rob. Oh yeah, Rob. 
might have been my boyfriend or at the time, or it might have been Rob Caliente. Or Ka- yeah. Ka- I can't remember how to pronounce his name, and I feel bad. Oh, shit. Um, but I guess I had more friends than I thought. It was just I felt alone, even surrounded by those people, though. I'm not even halfway through. Joanna? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't even remember her either. Fuck. Sarah? That doesn't ring a bell either. Jenny with a double N-E? Are these high school people? Are these... I think so. I think so. It's just... I don't remember them. Leslie? That's uh that's that's probably boy Leslie. Maybe, yeah. Right? Boy Leslie that was in band. I remember Yeah, him. probably. I remember him. I don't. Holy shit, I am bad at names. Like bad at remembering people apparently. Holy fuck. Steph? I'm going to guess Steph Knoll. No. Um we were not friends by the time that's that's mm. shit happened that I didn't do, but they thought I did. But you were friends. We were until probably about sophomore year. Oh uh, yeah, that would have been before this. Mm-hmm. We're we're still going here. There's a Melissa in here. Vaguely remember her. Don't remember her last name. Drew. He was in band. Steve M. I don't even remember who that is. Drew, Drew W. So two Drews. Yeah. Huh. Nope. Stasia. S T A C I A. Stacia? Stacia? Yeah, I think that's how it was pronounced. I, I, I can't even put a face to most of these names. Um, and then uh, band and chorus peeps, thank you all for the memories. Kristen and Grammy, thank you for being there for me. Love Barclay. Uh-huh. You want to see a picture? Oh, I remember what I looked like. It was... <laughs> It's you. Yeah. You made it. You're here. Yeah. I survived. With your 20 friends. That happens, you know, it happens a lot where people say uh, they don't, where like they don't remember a lot of, a lot of different things. So it's not uncommon, but um, yeah, it's a lot of names to put in your book. They must have not been close friends if I can't remember them. Uh, well, we'll have to we'll have to see as I continue on, um, and I and I interview other people if I come across any of these uh, these other names now. Oh God! <laughs> this Drew W character. Oh God damn! It's, it's, 
that's kind of embarrassing that I don't remember those people. Shit. But you know what? When I started this Barclay, I didn't think anyone even signed my yearbook. And then the first interview, I look in here and I go, oh, there are a lot of like signatures in here. I like, I look back at these and I just go, I can't believe that person signed my yearbook. But like, I have zero memory of it. And often with the podcast, um, now people have memories like Alicia Conti was like, Oh, I remember, you know, this and that. I was like, we never talked. And then she has this whole half a page in my yearbook and I have zero recollection of it at all. So it happens to all of us and I'm doing a damn podcast about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, at least for me, it was just like, I just wanted to fucking forget high school. Cause it was just not a happy time for me. Well, <laughs> Do you have a happy, any happy memories that, was there anything that you want to, you wanted to talk about that we didn't, we've been talking a good amount of time, but it, was there anything, you know, happy or otherwise that we skipped over that you wanted to talk about? Hmm. Probably this tuba solo I had in high school. That was pretty amazing. What was that? Uh, it was like, we were playing this arrangement of green sleeves and the beginning of it, the tuba, uh, tuba and I think something else had a solo at the beginning. So it was just like putting, it, it wasn't like be loud and, you know, get that bass line out. No, it was put emotion into it and be, you know, gentle. And I could do that. <laughs> and you did it well? It went yeah. well? Well, like Mr. Hood always used to yell at me to, you know, play louder, you know, put the lungs into it so to speak and i was like i was always very quiet <laughs> i i learned how to be loud on the tuba but it was just like starting out i was very quiet on it and then finally i get the solo where i don't have to be loud and it was freaking amazing <laughs> emotion yes that's awesome well well music is part emotion and when you put emotion into it it turns out better Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, well, Barclay, thank you. This was no uh, this was like awesome. You were extremely, you know, open and and honest, and um, I thank you for that. And um, you know, if I can do anything to like help help promote your Twitch channel, uh, I mean that all seriously. Send me like like if you give me like instruction or whatever for anyone gaming i can put it in the description and anyone that wants to check it out can do that and uh if that helps yeah, you I, I, that I, might yeah like i sent you i sent you my twitch link so if i just put that in there i can that'll be what everyone can anyone that's interested in checking out and is it um what are you playing in there specifically uh mostly final fantasy 14 uh my boyfriend got me into Elder Scrolls Online, though, so there's been a little bit of that, a little bit of Path of Exile, too. <laughs> so, mostly RPG games. Cool. So, I'll put a link in there in the description for people to check out if they're, uh, they're into checking out gaming videos. I know on Twitch, it's super popular, and I'm definitely... Um, you know, in the future, gonna I'm gonna check out the Discord and I'm gonna start asking some questions because I, I am really, really interested in uh, some of these alternatives that are out there besides the the main like two <laughs> that everyone else uses. Yeah, it, Discord's great. It's like you can do some video chatting, you can do streaming, you can do voice chat. Um, that's 
primarily how me and my friends talk is through voice chat. And then me and my boyfriend, we don't use phones to talk. We just. Simple. Yeah. Thanks it works showing, though. Thanks for showing me the new way. <laughs> Not a problem. All right. Well, uh, I will, uh, I'll hopefully keep in touch with you and, uh, I'll keep checking in on your, on your Twitch and everything like that. And, uh, I'll be on your discord too. All right. You have a great night. Awesome. Thanks Barclay. Take care of yourself. Not a problem. You too. Bye. Bye. All right. That was Barclay Boyd. I don't know if there's more I can say about Barclay that I didn't say to her during our talk. Um, like I said in the beginning, I, I didn't know where this conversation was going to go. And while Barclay was brave enough to tell her story, I was really more comfortable with her telling it rather than me asking for every detail, as I also wanted to get a well-rounded picture of Barclay, not only in school and her bad times, but up to present day and who she's become now. And as Barclay said to me just the day before this aired, um, if her story can help people out there, then, you know, it's all good. And of course, if anyone likes gaming, you can check out Barclay's channel at twitch.tv slash AuraFlare underscore rising. Of course, all my stuff is at WWFNHS on Facebook and at We Weren't Friends in High School on Instagram. And you can catch all the videos of this and past interviews from the season at youtube.com slash redshirtplaya. In two weeks, my guest will be Kimberly Pierce, a.k.a. Kim Borkowski. This is a funny story because I thought I was a jerk to Kim in school, and it all stemmed from a comment that Kim made on Facebook suggesting that I used to make fun of her, and I totally believed it. Sounds like me. And like after thinking about it, I convinced myself that this was completely true and that I was like horrible to Kim. And when I would think about Kim in the future, all I could think was, man, when we do this podcast, I've got a receipt coming. I guess I'm just going to have to take this. And I found out Kim was completely joking. She didn't mean it. I wasn't nearly as bad as I had imagined. So with that spoiler out there, uh, come back in two weeks and find out how Kim actually didn't hate my guts and some of the challenges that she did face at Wissahickon, changing careers after college and where she is today. And we'll also share some memories of our time both being in Dreamgirls back in middle school. All right, that is about it for me. I will catch everyone in two weeks on a Monday morning with my guest, Kim Pierce. Later. <laughs>